Going to school in America can be difficult for any child, but for an immigrant child, the challenges can be far more complicated. Many times, teachers are unaware of the trauma an immigrant child experiences prior to stepping foot in an American classroom. This is a story about two men, Kam San Soon, a Cambodian immigrant, and Hu Nguyen, a Vietnamese immigrant who share their experiences on traveling the migration to school pipeline. From the San Quentin Prison Report, I'm Adnan Khan with that story. During the genocide in Cambodia, the Khmer Rouge enforced oppressive policies on its people. The people were, you know, escaping the country and we had to uh, cross landmines. Some was, you know, made it, some was didn't. They closed off the border and stuff like that and they didn't want nobody to go in or out. And uh, even in the jungles, there's booby traps in the jungles sort of like turned the whole country into a a giant prison. The Cambodians endured tough times and food was hard to come by. When Kamsan was young, a friend told him to wait near the soldiers while they took their break, hoping for leftovers. And so that's what I did. And uh, they gave me uh, one of them uh, French bread. That's what I remember. (laughs) It was, was, uh, I don't know, it was like, I felt like pretty good about it just because I had French bread, you know, never had uh, good food before. At nine years old, the struggle for food was just as difficult in Vietnam for Hugh and his family. When I was like nine years old, me and my brother, we came back from our little farm that we grow potato, the white potato we have. We were robbed by all the people because in the camp we had nothing to eat. So they, they would beat up my brother and, and me, crack my head open, crack my, head, my brother's head open, and took it. After dealing with the hardships in their homelands as kids, Kamsan and Hugh had to face another struggle with adjusting to a new country and a school system that was foreign to them. For the first day I came to school in America, I still remember. I went to a Peters High School, right? Everything so new. I was shocked, like, wow, everything is so crowded, people walk everywhere, I could, I, I was lost. I just, um, I, I see so many stuff, and I don't understand, I don't know anything. So the first day, I just sit, honestly, just today, I just sit there, like, hmm, this is how school it. I feel like weird, you know what I'm saying? It's like a new environment, I feel like, I feel like a, a like an outcast. So that's how I learned. I follow them, follow the students where they're going, right? And and once I seen we went into a cafeteria and seen them picking up trays, I say, oh, okay, we're eating lunch. And so that's how I picked up uh, the how my days go by. Oh, this time I'm eating lunch, and so I'm waiting on you know to just to follow them until I develop the language later on. Understanding American culture is difficult for immigrants. So being teased for wearing cheap shoes was confusing for Hugh. I remember I, like, I wear a, a, a uh, well, it's called Payless shoe, the shoe that my family bought, my mom bought from Payless shoe. And all the kids like, over here, they wear a Nike shoe, and they, they would look at me and they're making fun of me. I feel so low. Being teased and bullied is common for immigrant kids. When Kamsan was in the fourth grade, he also experienced racism. In uh, the fourth grade, 
I remember we was walking. I mean, we were uh, waiting in line to go back into the class, right? Because it was recess. All of a sudden, I'm just minding my own business. And all of a sudden, the kid he comes up and he said, "Hey, come son." And he said, "Look at this." And you know, he held a, a soda can in his hand and he uh, threw it on the ground. And he said, "This the sound of the uh, can as it rolled and bounced." He said, "That's how uh, your name sounds like." You know, I got really upset about that and. A whole bunch of other kids laugh. Hugh and Kamsan were new students in an American school, but neither one of them knew how to speak English. Because of the language barrier, the teasing and the bullying continued. When I came over here, I got into school, but it's, it's really that a lot of stuff that I don't understand about the culture over here. And not only that, but the language barrier. Now I go when I go to school. When all the kids they making fun of me speaking English, and they would yeah 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 in school. When I talk, it triggered me a lot. I remember um, walking home from school. You know, I still wasn't able to uh, communicate, and this uh, this uh, uh, white kid he keep on uh, harassing me. You know, I I don't know how I don't know how to uh, communicate, so I just spoke to him in my language in uh, Cambodian. <laughs> I said, "Stop pushing me," <laughs> you know. It's uh, and he laughs at me because I spoke lang spoke in my language. He laughs at me and he mimics my uh, language, you know, saying "ching chong chong" stuff like that. You know what I mean? Which is uh, and when he says that, I don't know what he's talking about because he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Being victims of racism, bullying, and not feeling accepted, Hugh and Kamsan found support elsewhere. Unfortunately, like many incarcerated immigrants, they both found a sense of belonging in gangs with other Cambodian and Vietnamese kids. When I start go hang around with not even me and join the gang, yeah, I I don't let people do that to me no more. I put my after I got into the gang, I put my my myself as a higher standard now. So everywhere I go. I build my reputation. I build my respect. So if people try to come at me that way, I will put them down. If I have to use force, if I have to do violence, I will put them down. So I want them to not acknowledge that I am somebody that they will, they will no longer put me to the same that person again. I will no longer want to be that victim again. I, I changed. Uh, I started fighting back because I was, yeah, simply tired of uh, all these people uh, bullying me. You know, it was um, a difficult time. My my childhood was really difficult. I try to, you know, I try to be uh, a good, you know, a good kid. Today, Hugh and Kamsan are serving life sentences in prison. For the Roots program in San Quentin, I'm a non-con reporting for SQPR. <laughs> <laughs>